0: Tim Sheehy is the president of the Metropolitan Milwaukee Association of Commerce. He's also chair of the Stadium District Board, the baseball district. Tim, thank you so much for being with us. I was thinking about you a lot the last couple of days because you've worked very hard on this topic, and that is the funding repair bill for American Family Field. Boy, the votes came in, but it was so interesting. Give us perspective on how you evaluate where they came from and how we got at the right number.
1: Well, what's interesting is that the final bill um, fully engages the city and county on the board, right? Puts it an audit, audit in place for two years and reduces the state's share by $70 million. So I think that brought people along. But what's really interesting is rarely do you see a bill come to the floor that doesn't have full support for one caucus, uh, the caucus in control, which is the Republicans. This is one of the most bipartisan votes I've ever seen. You know, 11 uh, Republicans and eight Democrats in the Senate – and I think a 50-50 split between the 77 that voted for it in the Assembly. So um, what it sets off now is a discussion about, you know, the new board uh, putting together a new lease um, and figuring out how to deploy the $600 million in capital that's going to be put into the lease for the next 27 years.
2: What does that reflect to you, Tim? Does that reflect a sign of progress between Republicans and Democrats? Does it represent... You know, everybody wants the Brewers to stay. Nobody wants them to leave. But you have to look at the facts and figures.
1: Yeah, and I, I mean, clearly there's some horse trading amongst the people in terms of who's going to vote and who's not going to vote for it. And you know, asked a really interesting question last uh, yesterday, I guess. If you were the last person to vote, um, how many people would take that George P. Tech vote? Um, where he said, it's not on my watch, we're going you know, to have a team leave, and he lost the seat because of it. So, um, I, I, again, a, a great day um, for the taxpayers, uh, I think a great day for baseball fans, and a great day for Milwaukee in terms of having uh, the team playing in the same facility now for almost 50 years.
0: I want to ask you about the audit. It seems like we're kind of in the weeds, but I talked to two different state senators, one staff person and one actual senator, who are no-votes who said they would have voted yes if we could have done an audit first, and they felt good about the audit. The audit will take place, but obviously did not before the vote. How important is the audit? What does the audit accomplish? Why didn't we wait and do the audit first?
1: Yeah, so I spent a lot of time in Madison answering questions about the audit, and uh, we don't have an audit done by the Legislative um, Fiscal Bureau or the Legislative Audit Bureau, But we do have a financial audit that's done every year. It's about 40 pages. It's very detailed. Um, But I went back and showed 10 years of expenses. Um, And they're not sexy things. It's replacing bathroom fixtures, replacing seats, uh, paving concrete, fixing the roof. Um, So we're open to an audit going forward. um, But there really isn't a lot of surprise in terms of where we're spending uh, the resources to keep the ballpark in Major League Baseball shape.
0: Greg and I talk a lot about... Decisions are often made when there's a deadline. It kind of spurs that. It forces people. This didn't have that urgent deadline from the perspective that the lease isn't up this year. The lease isn't up next year. But as somebody who runs the baseball district, there was an urgency, you say, and others say. Why is that?
1: Yeah, I I said if I were a movie title, I would be Man on Fire. And I say that because we don't have the resources that we're going to need to take care of the ballpark And so if the end date was 2030, we could limp into port, but we wouldn't be in a position to keep that ballpark in shape for a long-term lease. So the urgency was here, uh, the legislature met it, and we're now going to have the resources to make the investments that keep this ballpark in play through 2050. My fear was if we limped along uh, towards 2030, we were going to get to the
2: point where somebody's going to say, we need a new ballpark. County Stadium got to about the 50-year point, it was falling apart. It was completely falling apart, Tim. How much of what the Brewers will fund, what the taxpayers will fund, and so on, will help fix what we've all outlined and and what Rick Flesinger has documented today, needs to be done today, and how much can be put aside for, we don't know what's going to happen, but we need to have it covered in case it does between now and 2050?
1: Yeah, I mean, like everything else, uh, you can get a very clear line of sight for the next three to five years of expenditures, and then the question is, you know, what holds up, what breaks down? But I think the interesting thing to me is that we'll be playing in the smallest market in Major League Baseball for the next 27 years without the need for a new stadium. That's a phenomenal testament to what's happened prior to this and the timing of the investment that's been made now.
0: Tim Sheehy is with us. Speaking of Madison, I wanted to ask you a surplus question because this came up. We have a huge surplus in this state. That's money that we paid in that we're likely not going to get back. What should happen to that surplus, that $7 million surplus? Yeah, it's actually $7 billion. I'm sorry, sorry, with a B, $7 $7 billion surplus. $7 billion
1: surplus. Well, they're wrestling over whether it comes back in the form of support for programs like early childhood education and other things or whether it comes back in the form of tax relief. And you would hope that at some point the legislature and the governor could figure out a compromise on those two things and we could utilize it to make investments that I think are important here, but also to provide some tax relief. And that's ultimately what I hope happens with the $7 billion.
2: Uh, David Crawley signs off on the county budget today. It seemed like a, a celebratory day uh, if, if, is, is, in terms of budget signing. That, that's a nice thing to see. Who are the big winners with the county budget being signed today?
1: Well, the big winners, I think, the obvious winners are Milwaukee County residents who saw a reduction in their property tax. And for the first time, the county being able to invest in parks and public safety. But the hidden winners are all the people who live in Ozaukee, Washington, and Waukesha counties. Half of them commute every day to Milwaukee County to a job. And so they're now coming to work in a place that has the ability to take care of the services. And in some small way, they're going to contribute to it by paying part of the sales tax.
0: It's just a great, I I watched part of it today. I never thought I would. And I did because at my desk, I heard David Crowley getting very excited. I was like, what is going on here? He's like, let's sign this budget. (laughs) It's unusual. This hasn't happened in decades that we've been in this position. That's a big deal.
1: It is a big deal because we've reversed a 20-year trend of declining shared revenue, and we've given the city and the county the ability to have a major league tax source in the sales tax. And again, they can use that to put the police force back at uh, near full strength. They can take care of unfunded pensions. They can take care of parks. So you're really taking the mayor and the county exec and putting them on the offense versus the defense.
0: What's going on with Mount Pleasant? There's something cool down uh, near the Foxconn site. What's going on down there?
1: Yeah, you could say this week that uh, the state hit 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 a home run into the cloud, um, and I mean that in terms of what happened with the baseball stadium and what's happening with Microsoft's multi billion dollar investment in uh, computing centers that are going to support um, AI and things that go in the cloud, and you know for the next decade thousands of manufacturer or thousands of construction jobs on an annual basis um the city of Mount the village of Mount Pleasant the county of racine get paid back much quicker for the investments that they've made in water sewer and land it's really a phenomenal story and as it unfolds I think it will be one of the best stories of the century
2: kind of a sigh of relief too I would imagine right that, that this finally something will be on that massive piece of land that we thought was going to be used for something else.
1: Yeah, and you know, again I said this before, if you hadn't seen the trailer you would love the movie. Everybody thought Foxconn was going to be bigger, but let's remember, they have about a $600 million capital investment in there, and they're employing 1,000 people. So it's not what we hoped it was, but it's a really nice part of that investment down there.
0: All right, Tim, good news of the week. What is Tim He's good news of the week?
1: Well, the good news of the week, and, and uh, you'll correct me if I miss it, but the good news of the week here is we have Marquette, Franklin, and Grafton, three local teams, playing in the state uh, football finals. So go Milwaukee.
0: Yeah, I like it. Tim Sheehy is the president of the Metropolitan Milwaukee Association of Commerce. Thanks for being with us, Tim.
1: Always a pleasure.